Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's our special Christmas episode number 28 for the 20th of December 2006. James, it's, it's Christmas time. And it's episode 28 of onthecouchpodcast.com. Indeed. We should probably have a bit of a review of what's happened over the last year. I think that's a fine idea, Ian. And then make some wild and crazy guesses about what's going to happen in yeah, 2007. Yeah. We've had quite a, an eclectic year. I mean, obviously we haven't been, been crazy, yeah. we haven't been podcasting for the whole year, but I mean, episode 28, that's pretty much just over half a year in my Indeed. estimations. So uh, let's uh, have a quick talk through... Um, We've got a little list here we pen down over a beard, haven't we? Mm-hmm-ish. Um, <laughs> so, uh, high definition. It's been a year of high definition. Kicked it off, has. I guess, at CES, when there were these huge 102-inch screens. Exactly. How big um, can you get? How big can you go? Um, I mean, that's a fairly important kind of uh, change in the way television has been running for... I mean, we had last week, we were talking about how television had been around for 70 years. Mm, but it was the last HD jump 70 years ago. That's it? right. And then they had <laughs> colour... And now they're saying, you know, the big thing is high definition. And I think, mm. I actually think that if you had televisions today, they could do high definition, but it weren't flat. You know, yeah, like kind they of really thin. As opposed yeah, to exactly, flat, yeah. yeah. That's right. The you need to live in bigger houses. But I don't think people would buy them. I think one of the reasons people buy them is that you know, it's almost well, like In North a, America, people have had these bank project things, haven't they? These monster things. I think Enormous things. I did see someone... Uh, so I don't know if it was you sent me one of these humorous emails about some, mm. some Irish guy who installed a flat screen TV. Oh, that's right. And he'd hacked a huge <laughs> hole in the wall and it was actually poking out through the other side into another <laughs> yeah, room. room. It yeah. wasn't a flat screen, it was a back project screen. But I think HD, obviously HD's been around for a while in Australia, Korea, mm-hmm. in the US, but I mean, I guess from a European perspective, launched in Sky, mm-hmm. both in, in Italy, Sky Italia and in Sky in the UK. There were trials on Terrestrial in the UK. Yep. The World Cup was a big... And the World Cup was a big driver for HD. Mm-hmm. I mean... I think uh, if you've got these flat screen TVs, you've got high definition, you've got a good reason to go and mm-hmm. spend a stack of money on, on a, well, you know, what, replacing a perfectly working television with something else. And it's sport. It's sport. So there you go. I mean, I, I think it was, uh, the technology was, it was hard pushed. We know from the more kind of insider scoops, all the chipset stuff was a bit late. I think there were some fires in plants which slowed down delivery of boxes mm-hmm. in Europe. It was pretty tight. Some people got to watch it in HD. A Some lot of people didn't. Yeah. Um, I guess the next major sporting event that's going to happen. Um, other stuff that's happened, uh, PVRs, kind of we've got that on the list. I guess it's PVR penetration has gone up. Yep. No doubts. Um, yep. Been a lot of talk. TiVo has been making a lot of noise. There was one press release a week, but I just actually I heard this week, in fact, that maybe they deal with Comcast. They promised last year that they were going to oh, let the rollout with Comcast on cable as TiVo branded stuff. Oh, right. Okay. They just launched something on a Motorola product, I think. Wow. This last week, okay. very late and very low on the on the delivery side for that. So mm. I guess if you were trying to shoehorn a full Linux build into an existing set of box population with limited memory, you'd be having a bit you'd of trouble. Be struggling, but so you know, TV is one of those brands that uh, I mean, they were the first PVR, the first. No, there was Replay TV as well. Oh, the other was, ones, yeah. yeah. But the, I mean, they've had this kind of feeling of being a uh, you know they've got a very positive vibe about them people love the, t- the yeah, idea of the yeah. TV it's captured the minds and things yeah. yeah yeah so i think that's uh, pvr has gone up certainly when i'm i'm talking to people about the kind of work that we do they can relate to the pvr and um, you know we're, we're involved in that a little bit so that's good um iptv i read some reports saying that iptv in this year has doubled mm-hmm. 
from one and a half million to three million. Yep. Not uh, not massive by They're any means. Not big numbers, but that that kind of slope of the curve, like going mm. from if you doubled every year, that would be a, a lot major change in the way that we. What would, what would you expect next year? Six million, then after that, twelve, then twenty-four, then. Yeah, but in the in the time frame, we've got ninety million cable users in the US, ninety million or one hundred and twenty in China. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, major satellite platforms have got probably you know hundred hundred million outside cable for satellite. Probably around mm-hmm. around the world. So what so you're saying is IPTV is very small. It's still very small. It's coming. We know Microsoft. It's been a big year for them as far as delivering. I think mm-hmm. There's five active platforms for Microsoft TV. That's right. Um, so if there's five platforms within the three million, uh, that's kind of interesting. They haven't really made a lot of noise there at the moment. I think the uh, thing about IPTV. Well, we're looking. We're still looking back, aren't we? So mm, we've, yeah. we've had IPTV doing. You know, a lot of. It's been a lot of noise. A lot of news about. But IPTV. it's just doing TV, and people already have TV. So I'm not mm-hmm. convinced. People will buy if you're given the choice between IPTV and cable TV and satellite TV. What's the difference? What's the difference? You know, it's. I don't know if it's it's going to hit the consumer space. There's a lot of noise, a lot of talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else has happened this year? What else we've got? Um, all of MP3 and pirates. Been a lot of. I guess generally on the content topic, which we normally like to cover. There's mm. been a lot of people using technology to deliver or cash or do something with media, which. Mm-hmm the lawyers aren't happy about <laughs> whether it's stealing music or pretending to sell it whether it's caching stuff VOD on a server rather than locally right, like there's lots uh, of use cases which technology allows to happen which just the lawyers can't keep up yep we've had the whole um, remote network PVR yeah up Problem. and down up, up and down, down. Yep. it's like not allowed not allowed we've had Slingbox do a lot of <laughs> launches with some operators as well mm, that's more of a and portable devices and yeah. so uh, they've, they've kind of appeared this place shifting thing has kind of appeared mm, in more mm. I wouldn't say I mean it's not mainstream exactly it's a very niche application but it's so, there it's, but it's, it's the brand has, has caught a lot on quite a lot absolutely so, and people are seeing it as uh, well I expect to be able to take my content wherever I am and the, the operators are not quite up with yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's that's what Sling would like everyone to believe. I think yeah, still, I think they want to do that. most people still feel they're tied to scheduled terrestrial, on not even on demand television. I mm. think certainly, obviously, the, the young people coming up who are used to this kind of mm-hmm. the PVR, the PVR. Um, yeah. What do you call? I was trying to think. What would you call the people who are the PVR generation? They just don't well, appreciate so the, the whole fact. YouTube generation. Isn't it? It's like. Well, that's, Instant yeah, that's just, I'd like to I watch want. any old rubbish on the, on the internet. <laughs> it's very popular rubbish. Like. <laughs> well, yeah. How many times can you see someone shaking around Shakira and stuff? But, you know, <laughs> the, I guess that's, you know, the legitimization of content with, I guess, uh, obviously YouTube being sold. That's a big mm-hmm. thing for user-generated content. That's actually, a big, that's a good, that's that's a a good big, point. There's been a few you know, new channels that actually have user-generated content. Yeah. But it's a new genre. That it didn't exist, really. Yeah, that's right. It didn't exist. So there's current TV has come up. We've got mm-hmm. Google buying YouTube and then them doing some deals to come clean on the IPR so they can say, look, we're going to... All these mashups and all Mm -hmm. these... um, Mashups for video when you re-splice the video. So, yeah, it's mashups. We've had this new type of content even being created over the the last year or so where people are creating their own content, distributing it widely, wildly... Widely? Widely. widely. <laughs> Distributing widely and widely. widely. Yeah. Um, which is something the internet has made, has mm. in broadband has made available. So I can now upload a video and have someone, have millions of people all over the planet watching videos that I've created. But you wish. I, I think, <laughs> hey, some of my videos are fantastic. <laughs> um, but I guess the, the mainstream media has now started to take this seriously because they're, they're offering money for people to submit 
uh, articles for the news and, and channels and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And I guess media coverage now is. Uh, I was just hearing on the news yesterday how you know when there's this, there's a big um, multi-murder serial killer on in the UK at the moment, which probably a lot of people have heard about worldwide. Mm-hmm. And these days, the whole news team goes there and, and the advent of 24-hour news is bringing mm-hmm. this all there. And obviously, a lot of the people first at the scene are people with their mobile phones or Indeed. other things, and they can all submit content. It's like um, citizen journalism. It is, yeah. And in fact, there is a, there is a citizen journalism website that, um, okay. that does, uh, I can't remember, it's My News. It's oh. oh My News, I think it's called. So right. OhMyNews.com. Uh, it's set up by a Korean guy, and he, he, has, he does a lot of filtering. It's kind of self-police, uh-huh. but you have to qualify to be a legitimate reporter, and you can get right. uh, your own n- local news, and you can write Fantastic. stories. Um, I think this, is, uh, this has been hard for the, the kind of media... Uh, old school. Old maybe. school. Yeah. To yeah. say, look, you know, th- this bit... Well, they just say, this is rubbish. <laughs> you know, who <laughs> well, wants yeah, to watch maybe this? Maybe it is, but, uh, you know, the, you've got people that have, you know, trained in this, that have uh, put mm. a lot of work into creating, you know, programs and adding value to things, using proper equipment, mm. and then all of a sudden... A couple of guys can come along and do a podcast and exactly. just knock it out and put it out there. Thousands of people. people. Exactly. So, I mean, th- this, is, uh, this is unusual. And, yeah, the cost of production is continuing to fall. You, uh, you know, what used to be only possible using hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment is now done with thousands if not hundreds of dollars exactly. of equipment. So that's you know that I think that trend is going to continue it's going to become mm. easier mm. Uh, to move things around. We want to talk a little bit about mobile TV and mm. there's been a number of trials and experiments. Yeah, we've had we've um, seen uh, off World Cup again. Sport yeah, being a stuff in, for that. In, well, we've seen stuff in Italy. We've had the different standards TV, the Qualcomm, Korea. we've got DVBH. Yep. I think Korea's been a success, and um, maybe we should have a chat with some of our Korean buddies and find out why they think it's yeah, a success. Yeah, I'd be interested in finding out why it's been successful in Korea and in other places. Has been in, it's been a very much a novelty thing, I mm. think, to, to see whether it's going to work or not. Yeah. I, mean, um, I saw an article in the, uh, uh, news, one of the Sunday newspapers here in the UK about a guy who was watching, uh, he used a sling box at home mm-hmm. to watch some content on his mobile phone. Right. Uh, and he, had a th- he was a 3G network subscriber, but his, he didn't have an all-you-can-eat tariff. Okay. So he ended up paying, I think, £280 to watch two hours of video. Oh, <laughs> oh exactly. And <laughs> he was, like, shocked and stunned screen. because, you know, you're paying per bit. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's this, this battle between, well, it's bits you're buying, not content. And uh, I still think that's going to be a challenge. Um, all three have changed that now, so they're now doing flat rate. Yeah, but this is only if you pay for flat rate. This is what they announced that, didn't they? But it's yeah. still unclear as to what the price will be. Yeah. And you know, there's always been a flat rate tariff, but it's really seventy pounds a month or something. Yeah, right. So okay. not many people go there. Um, so we've also had the battle this year between Blu-ray and HD DVD. Yes, uh, well, I mean, it's not really a battle. It's just kind of a warm-up. Yeah, it's not even really begun. <laughs> um, I I haven't met anyone who's watched a Blu-ray or an HD DVD yet. I don't know anyone that has one. Um, they launched, I think, the. You can now buy in the UK, I think, a uh, Blu ray player. Blu ray player, right. Yeah. Um, and HD DVD. You can buy the players. Obviously, we haven't got the PS3 in the UK yet. Can you um, buy the HD DVD attachment for the Xbox 360? Not yet. In the UK? I, think, I don't think you can buy it even in the US yet. It's no, coming you can get out. It in the US, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. You can get it. Well, I guess people can get it. And I know you can hook it up to a PC or a Mac or something, but you don't mm. have, there's no software to play back the, the, the content. So, um, but it, it's kind of happening there. Um, yeah, mobile TV, pff, I don't know. I think there's supposed to be some people sort of saying they're not going to bother, they're going to wait, they can't see the case. Mm. Um, mm. And I think that's the challenge for the mobile operators to, to make money from the existing licenses they have. Yes. And I think the all-you-can-eat internet packages, which I'm sure new forms of consumption and entertainment will will come up there. Um, video will probably pay a part. Maybe it will be if, if it's an all-you-can-eat and it gets successful, people won't want video. <laughs> 
Exactly. Uh, they'll then more multicast video as opposed to the, the individual connection. Um, so that's, uh, I guess, the cost of delivery of content. Has that gone down or maybe has it... Well, broadband's the getting same. cheaper I mean, and cheaper. There was the, the YouTube thing about how much people are paying for that. There's this concept of net neutrality come up as well. That's right, you know? where people are saying, look, uh, you should be able to access any website on the internet from anywhere and it shouldn't cost any more to access any particular website. Mm. It shouldn't cost any more for websites to serve up their content than others. So yeah. they were trying to... And yet I know I've spoken to people who own cable networks and they're actually mm-hmm. throttling BitTorrent sites and things right. like that because yeah. they don't want... They They've got it. They can't support it, but they, if they kill it, they know that's what most people are doing with the service. So it's, it's a very tricky balance. Um, other stuff that's been going on, a lot of um, movie downloads. I guess it's been the year of being able Indeed. to download There's and download to own, I suppose. Yeah, where you can download a whole movie, burn it on a DVD. Mm. And, and Predominantly in the US, obviously. Yep. But obviously, I mean, you, you took uh, King Kong earlier in the year, didn't you? You paid £20 or something for a downloadable version and a... Getting a DVD, I'm sure you did that. Yeah, that's right. No, it wasn't. It wasn't King Kong. I'm trying to remember what it was now. The Some mother. other movie, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly very memorable. Hidden in the depths of your video iPod somewhere. Um, um, but I, uh, yeah, again, like I, I don't so. Know I guess Apple rocked really the world off. a bit by saying, you know, his movies were going to do shows, that's downloading. True. iTunes on, uh, has really turned the tables and mm. selling movies and TV shows now, mm. which has changed the way people uh, people are more likely to. Lots of people are likely to download TV shows now from iTunes. I don't know if yeah. they're more likely to do that than well, they are the DVDs. The, yeah, I mean, again, it's a US-centric thing because the rights haven't caught True. up and allowing... I mean, I heard... Was it last week the Kiwis have got iTunes now? Oh, really? like just, movie, mu- yeah. just music downloads? Yeah. Wow. Just music downloads? It's been Wild, made legal it? in Australia to actually own an iPod now. <laughs> That's right. So you, you don't have to stay in the UK for Christmas. You could have gone home. <laughs> um, you know, some, some things have been... Taken a while, really? though, yeah. But this is an example of the legislation needing to catch up. Mm. Um, so it's more legal frameworks to support what people want to do. In yeah, business. no easy. And uh, what else? We have got a lot of stuff on gaming, obviously. Well, it's been the year for console launches, hasn't it? We've got the the uh, Xbox 360, mm-hmm. which launched earlier in the year. We've got the PS3, which just has launched in the US, and with the Wii, that's just launched yeah. worldwide. Uh, we had the DS, which is the, uh, the DS Lite, little Nintendo, Nintendo DS, yeah. portable gaming uh, launch. <laughs> Uh, we've had the Zune yeah. iPod killer from Microsoft, or not, released. Yeah, probably not, I suppose. Uh, we've had a whole bunch of new iPods released. Yeah. Bigger, smaller. Bigger, smaller, tinier. Yeah. The running thing. The running. Oh, they, that's the right. Attachments the attachments uh, for that. Yeah, attachment yeah. to the iPod so you can um, see how far you run. So, I mean, the games thing, I, mean, you've, you've, we, I know I we talked Wii. about Wii on the last episode. Yep. Are you still... Wii. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, yeah. The, I heard they did a um, strap. They're going to re- reissue 3.6 million straps or something. Stronger straps. That's right to but stop Wii damage. I, I think they're the big class action to, suit in California. There is actually already yeah. a class action suit, but I think um, I think they're just being a bit unfair. Like you know, if you have seen, like it's like having a class action suit against people that have cricket balls or something. It's like if you're going to fr- flail your arms around and and. <laughs> But it didn't say on the packaging. It said, you'll be safe if you have the strap on your hand. Well, it does or say on every screen and every time you load up a game, put the strap on and, you know, you can just do it gently. You don't actually have to kind of Go for be it. violent with it. Too, Are you uh, quite violent with it? Um, I'm looking forward to some sword play games. I think that Have you got a sword a play game or have you just no, got the Wii Sports? I've got Zelda, but I don't know. If, I think there's some sword play in that later on. But you know what would be fantastic? Mm-hmm. The whole Star Wars thing with the yeah, lightsabers. How much wants fun the would that be? That would be great. I think... Um, if Lego Star Wars comes out for the Wii, that would just be... How cool awesome. would that be? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah, so I guess it'll be a wee Christmas for some people. So, um, oh, a bit of other news there on the gaming front. I saw uh, EA launch some games on um, the iPod okay. this week. Uh, Sudoku and something else. Games company, and now they're doing yeah, basically well, third-party games for the iPod. Casual gaming. I mean, casual mm-hmm. gaming, it's been... I don't know if it's a big year. I think it, maybe we go on to what's going to happen next That's year. True, I think casual gaming might yeah. happen. We've got the XNA thing launched on the Xbox 360 for online gaming. XNA? Well, XNA? You, you can develop your own games for Xbox oh, 360. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's Toolkit's kind of something games. you yep. can develop your own games there. So casual games will come out. And um, uh, a lot of the Wii games are in fact in little mini games, casual games. Yeah, the retro effect. gaming. Yeah. You'll be able to download your old uh, other Nintendo titles. I guess it'll be the same for the PSP. You can start, there's a rumors they're going to start a movie mm. movie download service, which I think they already have in Japan because I've got a Japan and ease import one. But mm. they're going to launch it, I guess, probably in the US again. I can't believe it'll come everywhere. Um, that's, I guess, the frustration of the online world. There are boundaries. So it's been quite a progressive year in a lot of ways. Mm. In a lot of changes and a lot of kind of consolidation of mm. um, the way entertainment works. We've seen HD take off. We've seen IPT, IPTV start. We've seen mobile start to make yeah, moves. Let's, I mean, from a personal perspective, what have you, you've got your Wii. What other, did you, buy, you bought your video iPod this year as well? Uh, no, that was just last year. When you bought a, DS, uh, bought a DS, DS. So you've, beca- you've become a gamer this year, really, by getting your. F- I have. I never really felt that I've been a gamer. I don't. I have a very yeah. short attention span for these things. But, um, <laughs> but you've become a gamer. I've bought an HD ready TV. That's my. Have you seen any HD programming on? I've there? upgraded to HD. I bought an HD camcorder this year to make my yeah. user generated content. Right. Um, ah, you. I've seen you on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have a mobile. You've got a new mobile phone, but not much on the TV front. It doesn't do anything more different. I got a new mobile, mobile as well, but it doesn't do much more video y kind of stuff. No. There's a little bit more. Have I downloaded any content to watch? I did watch my first full length feature online this year. That's right. I watched. Uh, I watched downloaded movie. Yeah. I watched a US thing about uh, weird people in the countryside that invent nuclear physics or something. Eureka, that was it. I watched the pilot episode of Eureka before they found out, hang on, people are watching this from outside the US. Quick, close that down. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I, I, my viewing habits have changed a bit. Uh, I have seen, I've played with a Slingbox this year. Right. I haven't I've, played with a Slingbox. I've got used to having a Sky PVR so much so that in, in my household, it's just not a thing to watch live TV except for news anymore. Everything's yeah. recorded and watched afterwards. So it's, a, it's changed that in terms of how do I know what's good to watch now? It's very hard because yeah. when, you, when you skip the ads and you don't actually watch programs that are live, finding content to watch is, is a challenge I think we're going to have going forward. So I guess what I'm saying really is these things have changed our lives a bit in the last year. Indeed. So what's happening next year? What's, what's going to change our, our lives next year? I mean, you're lucky enough to be going to CES. Mm-hmm. You'll maybe be at the cusp or see what's happening. Indeed. Um, CES being the Consumer Electronics Show. That's a very, yeah. very big show in, in Vegas. Vegas. Second week in Jan. Um, so we'll see what sort of gadgets and things come out there. But I, I don't expect anything particularly remarkable. Probably will be some announcements or whatever. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I'm quite keen to find out, being a you know Mac head, I'm interested in Apple's ITV, which they announced That's unusually right. when's for them. Coming out? It's supposed to be Q1. I mean, there is a big Mac show as well, which overlaps with CS or Mac World in uh, in right. San Francisco. Are they meant to be announcing the, the Apple is, iPhone? Well, potentially, but I think Cisco just announced that this week as well. That's they own they the brand or something, the iPhone. which is just a voice over IP thing, which they call the iPhone. Um, so yeah, Apple might do something with ITV. That looks like it could be a kind of a like the AirTunes thing they have with the Airport mm. Express to throw your iTunes stuff 
but it's just audio. Maybe it'll be video, video thing as well. And maybe waiting for 802.11g to get the, the greater bandwidth for wireless within the home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I th- you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm interested. I'm going to get an ITV. You know, it'll plug into my, with HDMI, it will go into my new HDMI. the whole Apple I must have one, you know. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to get one of those. The iPhone, maybe that's going to happen. I guess I'd probably get an iPhone if it's cool. I'll well, get one. It's going to look cool. I mean, if it's an Apple-made product, and it's it, going to look And cool. it makes good phone calls. Then why not? <laughs> why not? And, if it's, and I'm in for an iPod upgrade as well. Although well, I have bought another, I bought Nano as well this year and the running <laughs> thing for the, for the, it's got me <laughs> running. Technology has got me running. Fantastic. How, how bad can that be? Um, <clears throat> There's been a bit of noise about this Venice project thing, which is the founders of yeah. Skype, Mr. Fries, um, starting yep. up an IPTV thing. You, you had a sneaky yeah, peek at Venice. I had a sneaky Venice. peek yesterday, which is, it's a, it gives you the ability to watch television on your PC, and so what is what you say. Exactly, right? so what? Who cares? Um, but there's been quite a few projects to, to do this sort of thing, but the difficulty with all these projects is that the bandwidth required to reach a random person on the internet is very large. Right. And if you had a thousand people, you need a thousand times that amount of bandwidth. If you had a million people, you need a million times mm-hmm. that amount of bandwidth, so it's never going to happen. Right. That's the fundamental problem with uh, television It's not broadcast. It's, it's not broadcast, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of an individual point-to-point mm-hmm. link. That's the problem with television on the internet. Television over IPTV, as in your own mm-hmm. private IP network where you control everything, is a bit mm-hmm. easier, but still it's, it's still relatively hard. So what the Venice Project does is it allows, in the same way that Skype does, you use some of your upload bandwidth, which is mm-hmm. normally not being used for very much, right. to help out other people that want to watch TV as well. So it's like a swarming, is it swarming they call that? It is, it's a peer-to-peer and a swarming sort of thing mm-hmm. where instead of you getting your TV from one particular place, mm-hmm. you get it from several places. So uh, the packets are coming in from various people. Yeah. But other people are also watching TV. So you, mm-hmm. when you're watching TV, you're also helping other people watch TV. And so the amount of bandwidth that the original, uh, the originating servers have to provide, is very very small. Could be like just serving one, and then it just serving one, and then out. it spreads yeah. out from there. Yeah. So it, it does solve the problem of bandwidth. Um, does it work? Did you? I mean, did you actually see yeah, it, we working saw it working? Or? And whilst it was all beta, and you know, there's yeah, a few yeah. glitches, and it was running on a bit of a dodgy laptop, it still looked perfectly viewable. It was fine. Yeah. The audio was great. The picture quality was fine. It was like CNN and MTV mm-hmm. and a few other channels. And it was, it was, but it was just watchable. TV. I mean, it was perfectly watchable, but it would, you wouldn't pay for it. But you're saying Correct. it was advertising. Funded, I think it's right? actually advertising funded. Yeah. So, but with the eventually the idea that you can subscribe to extra things and mm. watch movies, and I think you, you can see how where that's going. Once yeah. you don't have to pay for it, when you have no bandwidth costs, <coughs> can you copy it? What's the rights management thing? I mean, I this think is it's Windows, but I'm not sure. I think it's Windows DRM based Kit or something. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's one to watch anyway. To watch. I think one to watch. I mean, if it's just watching TV over the internet. But if you can Very watch so if it works, if it's reliable, that's the thing. Exactly. I, avoiding the blue screen of death, which if it's Windows based, <laughs> seems to be a bit tricky. But well, really, Skype can change the way people, yeah, make phone calls. Yeah, so I mean that's true. I mean I've used Skype a lot more this year than than I would mm-hmm. have done. Um, now, uh, do you think there's going to be a you know the the gloves are going to come off in the Blu-ray HD DVD thing? I mean it hasn't happened yet so much. It's going to be about the content. Who's going to put? content there and unfortunately because it's pretty much divided half and half half the studios have supported blu-ray and half the studios mm. have supported hd dvd there's been a few crossover titles that have been available on both as i understand yeah, it, but, but it's not, not mainstream what? today i mean that's the thing it's just Absolutely really not. and maybe the ps3 will bring that in when it's wide more widely launched more yeah. widely available yep and it's um, clearly sold out but not sold out of very small numbers <laughs> so if you well they haven't made enough have they i mean i think it's the same the wii is pretty much sold out as well yep. um 
Xbox 360, how many people will actually buy the add-on to watch the DVD? It seems a bit more complicated to plug all this stuff yeah, in and thing to plug hang in, it yeah. over the side yeah. or whatever. I mean, and another power supply and all that rubbish. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's not USB two. Nope. No. Right. <laughs> <Nasty>. <laughs> I heard it was. Yeah. Oh, that's, so that's a bit spooky. Uh, so maybe we were talking over lunch actually. When we were about maybe uh, maybe someone in China or whatever will come out with a dual format one. Yeah. Which will. Yeah, you know, sell that hotcakes and everyone go. Oh, okay, maybe we should have a dual format. Get that. Be um, lawyers at forty paces. Yeah, and I think my understanding of that is it's only it's a licensing thing. Mm. Both factories can make factories can make the same thing, but they're not allowed to make dual format ones. That's right. So, um, but I don't know. I think I've got a funny feeling that you know the the Apple ITV box, which mm. is effect, you know effectively an IP setup box, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah, if that has enough disk space in it and. You can mm. download your HD content onto your Apple ITV box. Mm. And I can download an HD movie onto my into my home without having to go That's and get a. Well, why wouldn't I do that? Why so would you think it's maybe the year of progressive download? Well, yeah. I mean, given that Blu-ray and HD DVD have created this environment where no one wins, yeah. consumer can't win because they might pick the wrong one. And well, you can you can rent it though, stuff. can't you? You can, you can rent a player. Rent. Well, I'm not going to bother renting a player. So well, you know, you rent the content, don't you? I mean, if you've got a PS3 or an mm-hmm. or an Xbox 360, you'll you buy the content. You buy the you buy the add-on yeah. thing. Yeah. But I don't know if if I mean, presumably the Xbox 360. The only reason to get this add-on is to watch movies. Well, you can now download HD movies, the Xbox 360. Yeah, but there's nowhere to store them. It's got a 20, 20 gig drive. The <laughs> 20 gig drive. You need a lot more than 20 gigs, don't you? I mean, <laughs> you store probably one or two movies. That's a bit of an issue for me. You see what I mean? Like it's it's already kind of starting. I think if. Given another year or so, mm. I think we're more likely to see a big inroads into downloads of content rather than mm. you know Sony winning the Blu-ray battle or anything like that. Yeah, I th- think it needs wider, wider. I mean, it could be like multi-region DVD players, which you know weren't allowed, mm. and it was kind of passively supported by the industry, where you buy the box and the guy in the shop will you know press the funny buttons on the remote control and bingo, you can watch anything. It mm. could turn out to be the same with HD and Blu-ray. It could be like. This is just a Blu-ray one. However, <laughs> if you put an HD DVD in there, it might just work. Pass me, uh, pass me across my palm with silver, sir, and I might be able to sort something out here. Um, I mean, I personally think that would be a good idea, but you know, people are getting more used to the fact that they don't have physical content anymore. It's it's on some device that they've got. Mm, I mean, people still want to own it, you know. Want to own it? I think burning. Being able to physically own your stuff, or maybe mm-hmm. next year off the wall might come into something where you, you're just buying your rights package, not the content, and, that's right. and you can get it anywhere you like mm-hmm. as long as you have the rights package. And I think exactly. that's, that would be nice, but it, it means the, all the DRM people have to talk to each other, which probably means less security, which means no, you, know, sure which you would never buy it. So, um, well, if you, if you bought the content on a disc yeah. and you could download the content as well, and you put your disc in, and it said, "Ah, oh, you own the content. Fine, we can authorize that, mm. and away you go." Then, yeah, sure. You can well, I think. I mean, out. the other thing I'd like. To, I, I think maybe next year could see direct home television in China, another a new continent. I think it's Massive. the it's the untouched yeah. continent as far as you're right, because you know, they they're going to want everyone to have the right facilities yeah. for 2008 Olympic they, Games. They've got another satellite going up. The first one that was interesting. They didn't say the first one had failed. They just said they're launching another satellite. <laughs> um, so back up to the first back one. Back up to the first one, yeah. That's all we did. We'll have another one up there. So hopefully that'll that'll work and they'll get something mm-hmm. going. Um, analog switch off for many of us, certainly yeah, in Europe. We, last week we talked about in Holland where there's only two people watching it anyway. <laughs> and they switched it um, off. They switched it off. Nobody noticed. Um, I guess it's getting closer. Even reports today in the news in the UK that the UK government has said it's going to cost half a billion, well, 600 million pounds mm-hmm. to do this. Um, so... 
then they're going to make uh, 10 billion from the licensing of yeah, the so I mean, it's, it's, it's around here. It's, well, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think we're going to see more switch off stuff coming up. The mm-hmm. more, uh, more preparation for that, more absolutely. preparation HD. I'd like to start watching some HD. That would be a new thing for me to watch HD in home. Roll on the PS3. Maybe I'll become a gamer. Maybe you will. Maybe I'll become a again. Gamer. It's all about the content. If there's games yeah. that you find fun, like I found the Wii games fun, mm. then you, you know, you're going to get into that. If there's Blu-ray games, Blu-ray games. If there's PS3 games... Yes, which are cool. It's the content's there. I agree. That's okay. right. And again, it is about the content because, uh, what was it, Gears of War sold 2 million copies. Woo. The Xbox 360 in six weeks. Mm. So that's... One thing we haven't talked about, mm. and we, we have talked about a lot during the last year, is uh, Second Life and oh, yeah. virtual communities, social networking. Mm. I mean, there was a year... Last year was also was a, year a big of year of networking. social networking, and mm. I think there's still room for a lot of growth there uh, Absolutely. obviously um, there's the MySpace acquisition by News Corp that's instantly monetized by Google jumping on <laughs> fantastic um, lots of other Facebook is there making mm-hmm. a lot of, apparently the guy from Facebook I heard refused an offer for a billion dollars from Yahoo um, <laughs> if someone says a billion dollars the answer is yes yeah um, <laughs> but he's he obviously doing? a driven kind of guy yeah, um, so it's still I think that's going to ha- see some consolidation there mm-hmm. Whether the, whether it'll just become a fad that will stop, or whether something—I mean, it's something that could just, as it's almost viral, it could just spring up. That's right, I mean, and new seen, stuff could come up. Seeing these new things spring up, yeah. and I, I think we'll see lots of things next year where we go, oh, like YouTube. Yeah. I would never have thought that would turn into a big yeah. thing or MySpace. Who? And I mean, again, all these connected Why? consoles. Maybe has. there'll be something new coming out there. The collab. The, like the se- right. I mean, Second Life isn't a game. It's it's kind of like a community experience World, weird yeah. thing so maybe the, all the consoles will come in and that'll be another community I'd uh, maybe there's some new media will spring up we're just not mm-hmm. you know, that hasn't even happened someone, someone will, will rise up uh, a new mode of sapping our time <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me because uh, just looking back on the last year there's a few things we can see it's been evolutionary but there's been quite a few things where especially the stuff with social networks and user generated mm-hmm. content I don't think anyone would have thought a year ago that these things would be worth billions and billions of dollars after yeah. such, such a yeah. short space of time. Well, we'll see. I mean, hopefully uh, you'll be in there at the top with CES and uh, that's probably going to be our next podcast is going to be after CES when you get back yes. from that. Uh, so we're going to take a couple of weeks break over the, the holiday period. Indeed. Um, hopefully we'll get all the, the gadgets, gizmos that enable us to change the way that indeed. we are uh, entertained and uh, hopefully we'll have a bit of time to play with them as well. And uh, We'll see what happens. So I'm really looking forward to 2007. It's, it's going to be a great year, I Great year. Um, I do want to thank all our listeners who have stuck with us or joined us lately. Indeed. Indeed. And great to have you all on. the feedback, lots of kind of informal feedback uh, coming through. Please send it to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. That's the one. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, just tell us if you've got any news stories that you've heard that maybe we haven't or anything that you think the rest of the listeners would love to know. And wish you a uh, fantastic Christmas Christmas, New Year and thanks for uh, staying with us in 2006 and uh, look forward to talking to you in 2007. Yeah. Bye from James. Bye from Ian. Cheers now.